Halloween is tomorrow. And for a lot of families, that'll be walking the kids around. They'll be maybe sitting out at a bonfire, especially with that snow flying, maybe at the bottom of the driveway. And some things you need to think about to make sure you and your family stay safe. Dr. Chris Ford is an emergency room doctor with Columbia St. Mary's. He's part of the Ascension System. Dr. Ford, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you, guys. Happy Halloween. You keep your bonfires outside, right? That's a good first place to start. And off of you as much <laughs> as possible. Off of you. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you about something weird that was just in the news today, because it's the first thing that was in the news that I thought about when you were coming in. In Mayville, a kid found a nail in a Tootsie Roll. Hmm. Which, I mean, who does that? That's like the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. I think we all kind of joke like, better let mom and dad check your candy. It's going to cost you a Reese's peanut butter cup. How important is it that adults, especially for their really little kids, check through stuff? Yeah, so very important. So first off, with any candy, you want to make sure that it's age appropriate for the child. Um, what we usually recommend is for parents to check through to make sure that it's something that the child is able to ingest without potentially you know, choking. Uh, so little kids just stay away from hard candies, things of that nature. And just in general, you know, kind of check the validity of the candy. If it looks like it's abnormal, if it doesn't come in average packaging, then you want to make sure that you have a little bit of suspicion about it. Uh, we live very close to the Illinois border where edibles are something that is legal. Um, and unfortunately, like you said, some knuckleheads will put that into a kid's basket uh, and that can have some detrimental effects on their health. So you want to make sure that you're able to check for that. Uh, make sure that you know you're you're checking over all the candy that the kids are are, are getting on their uh, on their trek here. You know, <laughs> growing up, it was just very simple, right? It was you know, nerds and smarties and Snickers bars, but but now all these manufacturers are are creating sort of subset products of their original, and it can be kind of confusing. So, to your point. Yeah. You might be thinking that you got a, a normal package of whatever, but it is something totally different. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. A lot of these you know, CBD or THC-containing uh, candies will look like the real thing, right? And so uh, you want to make sure that the, you know, the, the, the lettering and the wording is exactly the same as you know, like with the typical nerds or with the Skittles and things like that, especially the gummies, uh, just to make sure kids don't get into that and not get into the wrong things, able to have the best holiday that they can. Uh, Dr. Ford is with Dr. Chris Ford. Uh, we joked about the bonfire. We're talking about the bonfire. How often do you see in the emergency room someone that has a, a burn issue because of a bonfire, because of something that happens yeah. in their home? We see it, unfortunately, relatively often. Do you guys care to venture to guess what the most common thing that we see, though? I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So, what? any guesses? Mm. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> a sore throat. Sore throat. There you go. There you go. Around this time, we see mostly pumpkin-related injuries. Really? Surprisingly, really? About 55% of the injuries oh, that we see knives are all related to... Exactly. I use, carving. I use like a sawzall to there get you through go. mine. I actually was a uh, was a victim of this myself. And that's it. even in the best of circumstances, it can be really dangerous. So we usually will recommend uh, that adults are doing the cutting. You know, kids can help out with the designing. They can help out kind of taking the you know contents of the pumpkin out. But making sure that you, know, you use specialty instruments in order to make those uh, carvings and also making sure that adults are having it. But back to your point of, of burn injuries, you know, we see it not infrequently in the emergency department. Um, and a lot of times, too, you know, there's there's unfortunately some alcohol involved uh, with some bonfire injuries. Um, but also, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, bystanders are able, uh, uh, unfortunately, are the ones that are burned. So kids, uh, you know, who may have some costumes on there are too big. Even in the best circumstances, if you have fire-resistant materials uh, on those costumes, they're still flammable. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're, you know, kind of keep an eye on kids, keep an eye on the pets too, to make sure that everybody stays a safe distance away from those bonfires, and having your wits about you too. So making sure that you know if you are indulging, making sure you're not in charge of stoking the fire. So. Well, the other thing too is <laughs> is based upon your location. 
Yeah, there's kids running around all over Absolutely. the place, right? And you might have a, a protected subdivision and cars aren't really on the road, but not all these costumes are lit up. Not all of them are easy to see. Not all of them are easy to see out of yeah. if you're wearing them. So traffic-related incidents, I'm sure, are a thing. We see that often. So that's about third, right? And so what we typically will see are, unfortunately, motor vehicle versus pedestrian injuries or actually people getting struck by vehicles. And unfortunately, around this time of year, it is the kids because they're distracted, right? They, they have in their mind the ability to get as much candy as they could possibly get, right? Um, and so that's when we want to rely more so on the adults in that situation. So you want to make sure that even though the kids are a bit distracted, that you aren't. So staying off of your phone, making sure you're holding on to the kids' hands when they're crossing the street. Um, there's different things you can do too. One tip that we usually recommend is to kind of tape some reflective tape on the bottom of those costumes so mm. motorists can potentially see. Uh, as far as motorists goes, you know, you want to make sure that you're giving kids extra time to cross the street. There may be a couple stragglers. And, you know, as we know, around, right around the time of uh, evening, you know, when some folks will have their trick-or-treating, it's, it's poor visibility. So making sure that you're allotting for that too. Emergency room doctor Ascension, Columbia St. Mary's, Chris Ford is with us live in the studio. I want to ask you, I want to get away from Halloween, I guess, and ask you, I'm surprised we have more non-fatal shootings in Milwaukee this year than we do last year, but we have less homicides. My question is, it seems like, unfortunately, we've probably gotten really good. Our medicine is the best in the world here in Milwaukee, and you must see a lot of this come through your doors. Have we gotten better at, at treating gunshot wounds? Is the technology better? Have we gotten better at diagnosing what we need to do? I mean, you save a lot of lives that otherwise would not walk back out the door the way they came in. Yeah, so fortunately, you know, anything in medicine is always evidence-based, right? And so what we attempt to do throughout the years is to standardize our trauma care. Uh, That's at level one centers, level two centers, so it'll be kind of your freighter um, uh, sort of um, uh, setup. Uh, However, you know, throughout our training in emergency medicine as well as in surgery and trauma, uh, we want to make sure that we're adhering to those guidelines. And over the years, there have been many advances in terms of trauma surgery uh, fellowship training, uh, in terms of kind of the guidelines that we apply to, you know, applying blood products or, you know, treating certain gunshot wounds, stab wounds, things of that nature. Um, and so to your point, you know, we have made advancements and hopefully we're going to continue to make advancements in that in that, uh, in that that way. However, hopefully we can we can reduce the amount of injuries related to guns by kind of, you know, ameliorating that that issue in the beginning. We need to, to do better with, with guns. Safety. You have such an incredibly important job, right? Saving lives. You have to process information in the blink of an eye. Somebody comes in off an ambulance and they're being wheeled down. You've got to know exactly what to do and how to process it. That that is just a not really a question. Just a remarkably high level of admiration I have for the work you do. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. How good do you get at compartmentalizing things? Well, you know, my wife will have a different answer. (laughs) But, (laughs) but, you know, in emergency medicine in general, what we do is we're we're trained from the very beginning, from the very first shift in residency training of how to go about approaching a problem, right? How to triage patients in the emergency department and how to rule out the most dangerous thing possible for an adult as well as for a pediatric patient. I was fortunate to do additional pediatric training up in Minnesota, too. And so I apply the same, you know, training to pediatrics as I do to adults. Uh, and the re- remainder of my partners in my group, emergency medicine specialists, do the same thing. And so we're hoping to apply our knowledge base to, you know, all the patients that we see in Milwaukee and the neighboring neighborhoods, too. And, um, you know, if you ever have any issues, definitely come on in and see us. And it's not just taking care of the body. I mean, you guys are part psychologists. You're the front line. You're calming people down. You're calming parents yeah. down, patients down, kids down. 
that must be a big part of what you do. Absolutely. So we treat the whole patient, right? And that 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 is sort of the the, the paradigm move uh, in modern medicine too. And so we were more so focused on what we call the allopathic aspect, or sort of the, you know the medicine and the treatments and things of that nature. However, you know, mental health is a big part of what we do, as well as you know, kind of making sure that patients are able to take the next step to heal themselves, both physically as well as mentally. And so, you know, something that we take into consideration when we're treating every patient, and we want to be respectful and want uh, patients to feel like they're a part of that treatment process. I hope nobody comes in with frostbite tomorrow. It's going to be yeah. it's going to yeah. be a gnarly episode of trick or treating. Yeah, you know, if we if they do, they will be uh, well suited at Columbia St. Mary's by the by the lake because we are the comprehensive frostbite and burn center. So, mm. yeah. He is Dr. Chris Ford, Ascension Columbia St. Mary's emergency room doctor. Thank you for what you do for our community and thanks for joining us. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much.